Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. What's up, girlfriend? I hope that you're having a fantastic Tuesday. I am pumped about today's topic because we are talking about being scared out of your freaking mind but doing it anyway. Whatever the it is, like whatever you're literally thinking about right now, that thing, we're talking about doing that thing scared out of our freaking minds. And because I think of us like besties chatting over a latte or a glass of wine or a sparkling water, like <laughs> whatever you want to drink, I I think it's so important to have these vulnerable, transparent, like really open conversations about the things that we're doing in our lives. And I want to share something with you that I did like a week ago um, and just got the results back from that thing um, this last Friday. So if you're listening to this in real time, um, the 23rd of September is when I found out about the thing that I'm doing scared. (laughs) Um, And whenever I just like even think about doing that thing, it makes my heart race. (laughs) It makes my palms and armpits sweaty and it makes my stomach turn like upside down and feels like it's inside out. And my heart is just, oh my gosh, even thinking about it right now, (laughs) right now in this moment is making my heart just like pound. It is just crazy. Um, but I really, really want to tell you what this thing is, um, here eventually. (laughs) I promise I'm going to tell you what it is. Um, but I, I want to share this story because from the outside looking in, It might seem like I'm super calm and collected about it, but I can promise you that I'm not, (laughs) not even by a long shot. So the goal with this episode is just to really normalize being scared, but still going after the thing you want to do because you really want to do it. Because if we wait for fear to go away, we're going to be waiting for a really, really long dang time, right? So let's get into it. And I know that this is potentially super annoying, (laughs) but I really, really want to set the stage before I tell you this thing, this big thing that I'm going to be doing and doing scared, (laughs) scared out of my mind. So to tee this up, I really, I got to take you back um, all the way to seventh grade. (laughs) So I'm 32 years old at the time of this recording, and I got to take you back to seventh grade because that was a time in my life where I really... Um, let fear dictate who I was. So I am a super introverted person. My students, when they find that out, because I'm a college professor, they're always like, no way. There's no way that you're an introvert. (laughs) And I'm like, no, really, I am. I promise that I am. But anyway, (laughs) um, in seventh grade, that was a time in my life when I really used my introvertedness, my introversion, I guess, as an excuse. So I was a very shy person, but I clung to that label. Like I'm an introvert. I like to keep to myself. I don't like to speak out. I don't go up to people and introduce myself first. Like all of that kind of stuff. I used all of that to create a very fixed, finite picture of who I thought I was. 
And so <laughs> back in seventh grade, it was in the summer and um, I was starting high school swimming and we had to go meet at Azorba's. If you're from Minnesota, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a pizza place on the water. And um, so we went to Azorba's to just meet and greet the team. And so um, I don't know how it is in the rest of um, the country or in other countries, but in um, Minnesota, you you got to do sports when you were a seventh grader. So that started the mark of your high school sports experience, even though you were technically still in middle school in seventh and eighth grade, um, that marked the start of high school sports. And so my mom and I went to Azorba's so I could meet the team Um the the swim team and I was just really really excited about it but I was also really really (laughs) nervous because I was clinging so tightly to this identity that I had of myself this this image that I had of myself as someone who is very introverted very shy very reserved and so when we went around the room introducing ourselves and just you know making connections (laughs) I froze (laughs) Oh, it just makes me cringe so bad looking back to it. But um, I froze. I completely froze. The One of the moms was like, hey, okay, you know, go ahead. It's your turn. And of course, I went last, right? Because why would I volunteer to go first or volunteer to go at any point? Because I was so shy. Um, they were like, okay, yeah, it's your turn. And all I had to say was my name and what it is that I swam. All I had to say was, hey, my name is Megan. And I don't really know what I want to swim yet. Because at the time, I didn't know. But I couldn't do it. I froze. I was so terrified. Even though I wanted to make connections with my teammates, even though I wanted to meet people and I wanted them to know me, I just, I seized up and I froze and I couldn't do it. (laughs) I let my fear get the better of me and oh my gosh, it makes me cringe, but I just kind of like put my head down and just like froze. I just, if I could have melted into the floor, I would (laughs) have, but um, yeah. So then one of the swim moms just came, came up to me and she kind of like put her arm around me and she was just like, it's okay, Megan's shy. You know, this is just like who she is, right? And that was a huge defining moment for me (laughs) because I learned to allow my fear to hold me back. I learned to be okay with fear being present and then not proceeding forward with something that I wanted to do. And I even went so far as to then even make my fear of any sort of public speaking a part of my identity. For years, I told myself a story that I'm shy, I'm reserved, I'm just not cut out for public speaking. It's way too scary. (laughs) So you can imagine my chagrin. (laughs) my extreme irritation and to my extreme horror that when I got to college, so I went to University of North Dakota, um, part of their gen ed requirements to graduate with a four-year bachelor's degree from the school, you had to take a three-credit-hour public speaking class. And there was absolutely no way around it. Like, if I wanted to get my four-year degree, I had to take and pass this class, (laughs) right? And as someone who, you know, was painfully shy, a class where it was all predicated on standing up in front of a crowd of people who would stare at me (laughs) while I was talking was literally at the time my worst nightmare. So if I had to do this class, (laughs) I decided I was going to do it on as close to my own terms as possible. So I didn't actually take the public speaking class at the University of North Dakota. I actually took it at a community college that was like 40 minutes from my hometown. So I took the public speaking course there because I also knew (laughs) that 
this class was going to demand a lot of mental and emotional energy for me. So I'm like, I just want to focus on this class. So I signed up for it. I paid the money <laughs> to take the class and I started. And straight out of the gate, <laughs> my professor knew that I was a nervous public speaker because we had to go around and once again found myself in a situation where I had to introduce myself and I was just like very much so like had to have everything written down like so much so that I was like oh my gosh if I don't write down my first name I might forget my first name like that's how nervous I was to speak in front of people so I you know had introduced myself and part of the introduction was you were supposed to say how nervous you are when it comes to public speaking. And so people around me are varying numbers, right? So like one person was like, oh, I'm a one, I'm a five, I'm a six, like I'm a nine, whatever. And it came to my turn <laughs> and um, I, you know, I introduced myself and I was like, and then as for my comfortability when it comes to public speaking, I'm like a 12 or 15 out of 10 in terms of nervousness. And everybody laughed and she laughed and she just like, we had this moment where she looked at me and she's like, you could just tell it was like this unspoken thing where she's like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to push you. I'm going to challenge you this semester. And immediately I regretted it. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I should never have admitted that I'm that nervous of a speaker, but I did. And this is where we're at. Like whatever, like let's buckle up and let's just freaking go. Let's get this thing done. Right? So a couple of days into the semester, she had us do this standing exercise where you didn't have to give a speech or anything like that. Like you just had to walk gracefully from your chair to the front of the room and take a bow or do a wave or do something and just say thank you right so it comes to my turn <laughs> and I oh, reluctantly go up to the front I remember I was wearing jeans and a sweatshirt and god knows why because it was the summer and it was hot but I'm wearing this outfit I walk up to the front I don't even go to the center of the classroom I'm like on the most periphery of the periphery of the room that you could possibly be. And I just kind of like hopped in front there and I was like, thank you. And I ran back to my seat and she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like that does not count. Do it again. So I had to do it again. And you know, that was just like this mortifying experience. And I'm just like, oh, I'm embarrassed. Like this is just so crappy. This is so crappy. But I survived, <laughs> right? So the course continues. We learn more and more stuff, what goes into public speaking, how to give a speech, all of this stuff, right? How, like, how to conduct yourself and your body and breath, all of it, like the whole nine yards, right? And so we get to our very first speech. And it was, I think it was an informative speech. And so we had to inform our audience on whatever topic we wanted to. So, you know, English major in the house, I decide to do my first speech um, on how to find a literary agent. So if you wanted to do traditional publishing, so like with something like Penguin or um, Random House or whatever, like one of those big publishing houses, how do you find a literary agent that will sell your manuscript to one of those big publishing houses? And so that was my topic. I was passionate about the topic and I had all the information. I had all the notes. I knew what I was supposed to do for the assignment. And it came to the morning of the speech. And let's just say I was up really early, <laughs> barely slept the night before. And I was walking up and down my driveway outside so I could practice the speech out loud and not wake my family up at 5 a.m. And so I was pacing back and forth, back and forth. And then, you know... <laughs> When I got to the school, like I had showered and got ready for the speech, right? And then when I got to the school, I had a whole new bunch of nerves surface. And so let's just say 
because I don't know what you're doing right now. I don't know if you're washing dishes or like doing the laundry, playing with your tiny humans, if like the world can hear me or if I'm just in your earbuds, like I don't know what you're doing. So like I'm going to be discreet, but let's just say <laughs> I kind of had to set up camp in the bathroom for a while. If you know what I mean, like chugging Pepto. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. So I'm in the bathroom <laughs> freaking out. My stomach is a mess. I'm just like, ugh. I can't do this. Like I was just terrified to have to do this, but it was one of those situations where you just, you keep telling yourself that you can't do it, but you're just going to keep hurtling forward, like on a train and it's going to happen whether you're ready for it (laughs) or not. Like no amount of scaredness is going to stop what's going to happen. It's not going to stop the event, right? So I eventually make it out of the bathroom in one piece and I go to the classroom and I had had a strategic um, conversation with my professor. She's like, you know, you're not going to want to go first. She's like, but you really need to probably go second or third to get it out of the way, essentially. So I think I was like, I think I was second or I was fourth. I actually think I was fourth um, because I liked the even number. And I'm like, okay, a couple people can go and then I'll be fine, right? Um, So that's what I did. I went like fourth or whatever. And I made it through the speech. I did my whole big like, you know, activity thing that hooked the audience. And I'm like, imagine this thing. And it's like this great description from a book that I had read or whatever. Um, But I gave the speech and I made it through it. And not only did I survive that speech, but I went on to earn an A on that speech. And that moment, honest to God, (laughs) is one of my most probably top five favorite moments ever in my 32 years here on this planet of being through the roof proud of myself because I needed to dig deep, like really, really freaking deep within myself to do what I needed to do to pass the class. And I went on to earn an A in that class. And that is one of the hardest A's I have ever had to work for because the entire time that I was taking that class, I was fighting against stories that I was telling myself about who I was. Essentially that I was a person who was too shy and too reserved and just totally incapable of public speaking. I was able to rise to the occasion and to not only do the thing that I needed to do, which was all the speeches I had to give, right? But I was able to do it and to do it well while I was quite literally (laughs) crapping my pants, being scared out of my mind. And at this point, (laughs) based on the two stories that I've told you, I am positive that you've connected the dots. So the thing that I am going to do in real time in just three weeks from now, OMG, is to speak publicly. So Keisha Getmary, who is a fabulous friend and mentor of mine, who is also a podcaster and an entrepreneur, she is hosting this women's personal growth conference Um, called Empower Her Live. So Keisha has a podcast called Empower Her. This is an event that is very much so in the spirit of her podcast, Empower Her. And it's a three-day event in Phoenix, Arizona in October. I put a link for you there in the show notes with all the information that you need um, on the event if you are interested in attending. But at this event, basically, like you get to meet and connect with all, you know, tons, hundreds of like-minded women. You get to hear these epic speakers like Trent Shelton and Laurie and Chris Harder, like so many amazing people. And there's just going to be so much ridiculous hype energy that is designed to empower us to live a life that we love. Like it's just going to be so freaking amazing. Anyway, 
over, like a little over a week ago, Keisha had announced this contest in the Empower Her Live Facebook group where you were invited to submit a 90 second video where you shared your good to great story. And oh my gosh, (laughs) as soon as I saw that graphic announcing the contest on my phone, I started sweating. Like my armpits and my, um, my hands and even like behind my knees and I know that's gross. Like everything just started sweating and my heart started pounding and I was terrified, absolutely freaking terrified of even the mere idea, that invitation to enter the contest. But I did it anyway. I entered the contest because I have a hell of a lot to say about that topic of going from good to great. So much so that my desire to talk about that topic on a stage in front of 500 women is so much greater than my fear. And that right there (laughs) is the point of this entire episode. Your desire to do whatever it is, to have a baby, to start your own podcast, to write a book, to speak on a stage yourself, to quit your job, to be a surrogate or to get in or out of a relationship, like literally whatever it is, that desire that you have burning in your belly is greater than whatever fear you have that's holding you back from taking action on it. And that is exactly why I entered this contest. Even though I was terrified, I submitted my video. And a week later, I found out that I was one of five women picked to speak on a panel at Empower Her Live about going from good to great. And oh my gosh, when I found this out, (laughs) I started crying and I was smiling and I just was like so excited that I was like jumping up and down and then like blowing my nose and like tears are flying everywhere. It was just like a straight up hot mess. Not only because it's just such a huge honor to be picked, but it's so much more than that for me too. Because I've come to believe, like Keisha talks about all the time on her podcast, Empower Her, that our lives truly are a testimony of what's possible for other people. And I'm not only looking forward to getting to speak about my good to great story in the hopes that it inspires other women, maybe women like you, to call your shot and to change your whole dang life. But I'm also really, really, really looking forward to doing it while I'm scared out of my freaking mind because honestly public speaking is still really scary for me like I've gotten to a point where I can do it and I can do it well but I'm still freaking the f out (laughs) as I do it right but I am not going to let that stop me from doing things that I really really want to do So if you are attending Empower Her Live or if you see clips of me later on (laughs) speaking from other people who tag me on Instagram, I really, like with every fiber of my being, I want you to know this. I will be sweating. (laughs) I will be sweating and my fitness watch is probably going to register like 60 active minutes and I might even have to visit the bathroom a couple times before speaking and stepping onto that stage. But I can promise you, I will be so deeply rooted in the belief that my desire to empower women is so much greater than my fear of public speaking. So now I want you to ask yourself, what's that thing that I want to do really badly, but I've been letting fear hold me back? Think about that question. Write it down, journal about it, or bring it to your therapist, or talk about it with a friend, or just like Think about it in the back of your mind as you're lifting weights or like running around the yard with your dog, (laughs) like whatever. Just ask yourself that question because it might be surprising what you find. So 
to officially close out this episode friend to friend, I just have to tell you, you got to do that thing. Whatever that thing is, that's the answer to the question I just asked you. (laughs) That thing. You've got to do that thing. Because life is way too freaking short and precious for shoulda, woulda, couldas and for unfulfilled dreams and untapped potential. It's okay if you're scared. I'll be scared and do it with you, (laughs) right? Like I'm in this with you. I don't have all my ish figured out. I'm just as scared as you. So it's okay to be scared. It's normal. It's natural. What's not okay is if you don't try and you let that fear prevent you from living a life that you love. I love you. I believe in you. Cheers to doing beautifully aligned things in life that also scare the crap out of us. (laughs) (laughs) because I promise my friend you absolutely can do it and just real quick if you are interested in attending empower her live and you don't have your ticket yet make sure to head to the show notes you're going to find a link where you can buy your ticket and then you could read more about the event and then as well there's a super sweet code that I've gotten as a speaker that will get you a discounted ticket so that code if you're interested is panel p-a-n-e-l Again, if you want to attend the event and you haven't yet bought your ticket, make sure to check out that link in the show notes. Use the discount code to save yourself some money. I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day. If this episode resonated, please tag me on Instagram at Marie or slide into my DMs or something. I would love to know what you think about this episode. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for you and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.